This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Shirley Rhodes is here, the Chan Man, Troy D. What's up, Troy? Good to see you, Cliff. How are you? Fantastic. And uh, coming off of Pirate W, so let's yeah. talk about it. With the QB on the Pit Electric Live line, Holton Aylers, he joins us today on the Delcor Players Lounge. Holton, how you doing, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know it's got to feel good to get that first win of the season under your belt. Uh, how's the team responded now uh, with a nice bounce back here? Yeah, really well. Uh, it was like you said, it was good to get our our first win under our belt, and, and you know, unfortunately, game one didn't go our way, but uh, yeah, we we took care of business game two, and hopefully, we can stack some wins together now and get the thing rolling. Hold looking at the uh, game from Saturday, you know, weather it was a, just a complete wet mess, uh, but it didn't seem to really affect you or the offense that much. I mean, uh, you guys kind of still did your thing. Was the weather a factor in your opinion as far as what you're you're able to do production wise? Honestly, not too much. You know, I mean, it could have been a lot worse than it was. And our, our equipment staff did a really good job of switching out tiles, switching out the balls, almost every play pretty much, and the refs did a good job of letting us do that. So um could have been a lot worse. I mean, when we first got there, they canceled the pirate walk, and, I mean, it was a, a downpour. So, I, you know, in my mind as a quarterback, you're like, you know, oh, crap and all that. But then once we got out there, I mean, the most it was is drizzling towards the end of the game, and by that point we were up. So, I mean, the weather kind of worked out good for us. Holden, uh, I got some stats I want to read to you. Get your thoughts on them. First of all, after a game, do you do you look at them? Are there any stats in particular you go back and look at after a performance? I mean, turnovers are always something that I really have to even look go back and look at. I'll know pretty early on, and that's our goal is to not have any turnovers. Um, Mission accomplished there. Two nothing in the turnover department the other night. Yeah, which was huge for us. And then, I mean, I look at my completion percentage before doing the media and just little stuff like that. How many rushing yards we had, but. Other than that, I mean, as long as we win, I don't really care other than, you know, the turnover mark. Baylor's 25 of 39, 272 touchdowns. As he mentioned, no interceptions. How about these numbers, Holden? First of all, plays ran, and, and a lot of these, this goes hand-in-hand. Hand. It's complimentary football. You give kudos to the defense and offense for these. But plays ran. You guys ran 86 plays the other night. ODU only ran 44. First downs, the Pirates had 30. Old Dominion had 12. Time of possession holding about 41 minutes to 19 minutes. I mean, just crazy numbers there. Yeah, that's big. And the defense did a really good job of getting three and out with them. And then we, you know, we stayed on the field. I mean, our first drive was, was 16 plays. Then they had 18 plays in the whole first half. Um, so it was really good for us to, to stay on the field and, uh, you know, put some drives together. And the defense did a really great job of getting some three and outs and letting us get the ball back. And, and Clip, I don't have the stats in front of me, but very few penalties for ECU in this game I uh, don't remember many at all so I thought they you know really cleaned up a lot of that stuff too I don't know if you have the exact number but uh, I didn't remember many did you uh, ECU had yeah I don't have it in front of me great uh, two week one I do remember that I think they had a yep. few more in this one but okay yeah but although I will say that has not seemed to be a problem so far you know with this team yeah not at all I mean we're, we're just one football team an older football team that knows that penalties can win or lose you a game. So, uh, I mean, it just shows that kind of like our discipline in the you know culture that Coach Houston set. Looks like ECU had seven penalties uh, the other night compared to nine for Old Dominion. So, there you go. Uh, one other number, Holton, the defense did a phenomenal job on third down. They did it all last year, did it against NC State. One of nine was Old Dominion. You guys, 10 of 19 on third down. How's that number for you? Do you have a goal in mind going into games about your, your third down conversions? Yeah, I mean, we just obviously want to get every single one. Uh, last year, that was a, a vocal point in our um, team, and really a weakness of our team was third down in red zone. So that's something we really focused on this offseason. 
Um, so just super proud of the guys. We just got to keep going out there and producing on third down. And then if we don't get on third down, get it on fourth down. And you know, that's one thing that I like about Coach Houston and Coach K is they're not afraid to go for it. I mean, there were situations that were – I mean, we were fourth and eight, you know, in the red zone, and we were still going for it. So that just shows their belief in the system and the belief in us. And, um, you know, I think we were, were two for three on fourth down on Saturday. So just continue to have good percentages there. I mean, that's a, a winning formula. All right, got uh, Campbell on the clock, Holden, as uh, they roll into Greenville. Another night game. The good news with this one, it looks like it's going to be uh, really nice weather compared to last weekend. Uh, low of 59 degrees Saturday, high of in around the low 80s. So should be ideal around kickoff. And I thought the fans that showed up, by the way, great job by the Pirate Nation. I was really worried about what the crowd would be like. And obviously the weather was a factor, but uh, a lot more people there than I had probably anticipated and definitely a loud crowd that was there. So kudos to the fans. Hopefully uh, they'll be back Saturday inside Dowdy Flicken Stadium for another fun night game. But your expectations going into this game – against the Campbell Camels. Yeah, I mean, they're a good football team. The, the more I watch them, the more I realize that they those players have played a lot of football. I mean, they got a lot of fourth, fifth-year, and sixth-year guys. And, I mean, I think they're ranked in the FCS. I mean, they're a good football team, and uh, we can't sleep on anyone. You know, our, our mission every single week is to go 1-0, and and that's what we're going to focus on. Helton, what was the uh, the post-game like Saturday night with uh, Harold Varner III? How much fun was it having him in the uh, locker room with you guys? He's awesome. He's always a good time, especially when it comes to the games. And he's became a, you know, a good supporter of the program and a good friend of mine over the years. And it's just to have his support is pretty special. Great ambassador of the Pirate Nation, uh, Harold Varner III, no doubt about it. Proud of uh, his success. Uh, Holton, how are you doing physically? I know uh, we always ask that question every week, a little banged up. But uh, how, you know, on a scale of one to ten, how are you doing? I'm probably not going to give you a number right now, Troy. But uh, I mean. <laughs> I'm in the training room, and I'll be all right. Um, I mean, that's just kind of kind of how it is during football. Is you, you stay in the training room, and your your body starts feeling good about Friday, and you play Saturday, and then you, you restart and start from ground zero again. And um, It's nothing different here. And, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be all right. Just got to keep staying in the training room and staying as healthy as possible. He told us about that cycle last week. If we had this conversation on Friday instead of Monday, the answer might be a little better. But yeah. Uh, yeah. it gets better as the week goes along. Holden, a uh, huge weekend for the Sun Belt. I know you're a football fan, and you, you probably follow scores and, and highlights and things like that. But Appalachian State knocking off Texas A&M. Marshall winning at Notre Dame. Uh, and I think there was one. Georgia Southern went to Nebraska yeah. and won. And of Killed course, Scott Frost there. Yeah, he's out now. Old Dominion, a member of that conference so i don't know if you think about this when you win the but it, it just shows you that craziness happens all over the country in college football it happened to be in one conference this past weekend and you know luckily and you put in the hard work but you're not one of these teams so uh that's got to feel good to uh to not be making those kind of headlines today yeah absolutely i mean that, that's a really good conference and i mean their conference uh one of the top you know g5 conferences out there and i mean i think they go hand in hand with us and a lot of a lot of categories, so uh, it, was, it was good to be on the winning hand of that. Well, Holden, I know you're uh, pressed for time today. It is your day off, but as you said, you're getting a lot of treatment, so we're going to let you go ahead and get back to that and uh, get get healed up the best you can, and we look forward to seeing you out there uh, Saturday night. Yes, sir. Appreciate you all. I'll talk to you all soon. Holden, uh, before you, one quick question from Craig on Facebook Live. All right. What is the band Holton wears on his right upper arm? The... Are you talking about the brace? I don't know what Craig's talking about. He might be talking about the brace. The brace is just something 
um, for my shoulder just to keep my shoulder intact and uh, for me to play healthy. But then the, on the right side, I wear uh, like tape on my wrist so, so like the sweat doesn't go down and get my hands wet. So there you go. Two answers to stuff on my right hand. Yep. Gotcha. Thank you. Any uh, any pregame rituals that you do every time before a game? That's like kind of tradition for you. Um, yeah, I get out there early and just pray on the field um, right near right in the end zone just for for good health and uh, for God to get the glory. And other than that, then just let the rest take care of itself. Holden, thanks right. for joining us, man. Good luck uh, this Saturday. We'll talk to you again next Monday. Yeah, appreciate you. See y'all. We got to get to Rajay Harris right now. East Carolina running back found the end zone twice on Saturday. He joins us here on Pirate Radio Live. Rajay, how you doing today? I'm great, my guy. How y'all doing? Fantastic. And Rajay, uh, I went to the game the other night, Chandler and I, and we had a, a gentleman come up behind us, and he said, hey, Clip, and I turned around. It was your father. And uh, he said he enjoys the show, enjoys the interviews, and uh, it was really nice to meet him. And I was ready to leave and come back for the post game, but Chandler said, "Hey, let's wait to see if they score." So that was the possession where you uh, caught the shovel pass and scored. So we kind of turned around, pointed at your dad, had a moment there, and uh, it was really neat. But uh, you had some support in the stands uh, the other night. Yeah, man. I don't think he ever missed a football game since I've been playing. That's the guy right there. He um, he actually bought his ticket the other day for BYU. Oh, Dude, all right. Making that trip awesome. out there. That's Do you think awesome. he's tuned in right now, Roger? Uh, he, he might be. Well, we'd just like to say thank you for listening, Mr. Harris. Appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, Roger's talked about he was a heck of a football player like yourself, right? Oh, yeah. That was a goat right there. That was a goat. <laughs> so three touchdowns in two games, and you, you got the ball. Uh, you got running a little bit the other night, Roger. You couldn't really bust loose against NC State. How did it feel to, to get that ground game going the other night? Uh, big shout out to them big boys up front. You know, man, they just been working so hard in practice, and you know, practice make perfect. You know, so you know, you do you work hard at practice, don't show on game day. So that's just exactly what they've been doing. And Mike Houston talked after the game really about the one-two punch between you and Keaton, you know, between you guys together. It is a dangerous dynamic duo, and I know, uh, you know, you're both getting it done now. Yes, sir. That's my guy right there. You know, that you just talk about somebody that kind of practice and work every day. Uh, you know, Keaton comes with the, the right attitude, you know, the right leadership every day. He just busts his tail. And uh, like I said, it's going to show in game if you do that practice. And on your 15-yard run, you could have gone 81 if you needed to, right? I mean, you were you were cruising. <laughs> yes, sir. I could have been gone. Yes, sir. There was a drive there where uh, they really got you going and you were popping off four, five, six yards of carry. And uh, I do have one complaint there, Rajay. What happened with the drop? You got to catch that ball, right? Uh, yeah, me and Holt went on the same page, but I told him after the play, it was on me. You know, I still got to catch it. It touched my hand, so I still got to catch it. It was wet. You say it was too wet. <laughs> oh, nah. nah. It, was, it, was, it was on me, man. It was on me. <laughs> 39 to 21 victory over Old Dominion. Getting that first win of the year. You get to celebrate uh, in the locker room. Had a special guest in there, right? Harold Varner III. You ever, uh, you par- ever pick up a golf club, Raja? I've never, never, and I don't think I will, to be honest. My, my, I don't know. Those guys make a lot of money, man. Sports. Yeah, man. I don't think I can do it. It's just like baseball for me. I tried it, and I don't think I can do it. So, All right. <laughs> I, I will say, told Harold, he's not only on the live 
tour. He's on the Living Large tour now with the uh, right? guaranteed money he's got. It's awesome. He's making quite a we're, bit. We're going to look for the HV3 indoor football complex soon. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm ready for that announcement any day now. Uh, so, Rajay, what's the difference? Uh, I, I love the attitude y'all had last week despite the loss. You know, you got to bounce back. You got to be ready to go on Sunday at practice. What was the mood like yesterday coming off a win at Sunday practice? How did it feel out there? I feel like everybody was still having that, that mindset. They were still hungry, but that wasn't enough. Uh, we left a lot of plays out there on the field, um, as y'all could see, you know, watching the game. But, um, you know, everybody's just hungry. You know, we, we don't care who we play. Uh, we just want to get out there and get the job done. And, you know, we have fans that come in the rain, sleep, the snow, sunshine. It's just that's big for us. You know, that just keeps us, keeps us going and keeps us rolling. Raj, forecast looks good for this Saturday. Another night game, 6 o'clock. You got Campbell rolling into town. What do you know about those guys? Um, I don't really know too much about their defense. Uh, Coach Houston was saying they had a very great quarterback, like a very good quarterback that can, you know, that can run the ball, can throw the ball. They just, you know, remind him of Lamar Jackson. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a good game this week. You know, uh, you know, it's good coaching staff over there. Um, I know some friends that play for Bulls, so I just know how they're, how they're coach. I know how they play. So it's going to be a good game, man. Raj, just the ECU team has been one that's really um, kind of come strong in the second half and uh, has really performed well in each second half so far this season. How much of that is, is adjustments at halftime? How much of it is the the conditioning that you guys have done? What do you What are the factors that you point to as why the second half has been so strong for this ECU football team? Well, you know, we try to go out there and beat them, you know, the first the first couple, you know, quarters. But, you know, uh, we worked so hard this offseason, man, just the last four quarters. You know, big shout out to Big John, man. We're able to, to go out there all four quarters with 100% effort. But, uh, you know, we, the last two teams that we played, I don't I don't really think they could, they, they could hang with us in the fourth quarter due to the conditioning, the workouts and stuff, the mentality that we bring to the table. And it's just it's just paying off each game. You know, you seen the last game, ODU, fourth quarter, second half, we got rolling. You know, you you wish you could have got rolling first half, um, like the second half, but you know, we got rolling second half and good things happen. Roger Harris joining us, Delcor Players Lounge. Roger, I remember Troy asked you last week what the talking was like on the field with NC State. You said that their defense wasn't talking that much. I was told that um old Dominion was doing some talking. In fact, one of the players talked to Mike Houston before the game and told him, you know, you don't know me, but you're going to know me after this game and all that stuff. So, I don't know. How about their defense? Was there any talking going on on the field out there? It was. It was. But, um, you know, I told myself before the season started, I wasn't going to get into all that. So, I really don't be trying to get into all the arguments. But, uh, yeah, it was a player. It was probably, like, just one player in particular that was just doing the, the most talking on defense. Uh, but you know, we just came out there and played ball. We didn't really worry about him. Um, he was pushing people. Ref didn't see it, of course. But you know, we just just played ball out there. Yeah, I did we see too. There was a there was a couple of occasions, two or three, where guys would get into it after a play, and you'd kind of see. Uh, I don't want to call it a punch, but like a, a hand to the face mask, and the refs never called it. And uh, I'll say kudos to you guys for not getting involved in that stuff because that's easy to to kind of lose it in that situation, you know. Definitely. Uh, before the game, Coach Houston told us that that was going to be one of those type games that you know they had people on their team that you know fire off and 
you know, talk and throw punches and stuff like that. Just keep your composure and just play the game. You know, we can beat them by playing a game. We don't have to beat them with, you know, anger, emotion and all that. Raj, I know uh, Mondays are your day off. This is obviously sometimes a, a big treatment day if you need it. Uh, running back's a position that gets banged up a lot. How are, how are you doing physically this week? How are things uh, feeling for you? Um, I actually just left the training room like two minutes before I called. Uh, but I've been in training three times today. I'm uh, just trying to get my body back right. Uh, I'm not too banged up. You know, it was just the second game of the season. After playing two great football teams, but you know, I'm just I'm big on taking care of my body. I've been big since high school, taking care of my body. So, uh, you know, I'll last. I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Rajay got 16 carries on Saturday, had four catches, so that's 20 uh, touches there. And uh, 261 rushing yards for East Carolina. How about the uh, the young kid, Marlon Gunn, coming in at the end, Rajay? About got in the end zone uh, on his uh, 43-yard carry. Yeah, man, I told y'all, man, he, he's been working. He's been working his butt off, man. Uh, you know, coming here Sunday to watch him, um, he just looked good. He looked calm. He didn't look, you know, scared, nervous. He just went out there and played the snap like he'd been playing. You know, and it's that's good to see as an older cat looking down at the younger guys, just seeing them go out there and just be themselves, man. Just, it was one of the moments, man, and I was very happy for him. Rajay Harris joining us here today. Delcor Players Lounge. Rajay, we'll uh, let you get back to treatment. Have a good week of practice, man. And we'll catch up with you next Monday here on uh, Pirate Radio Live. Yes, sir. Sounds good. I appreciate y'all. All right. Thanks, Ross. Let's uh, talk to a member of the uh, defense for the Pirates who had another solid performance on Saturday. Xavier Smith joining us today, the always fashionable Xavier Smith. Xavier, how you doing today, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Fantastic. I was looking at the stats because I was going to – bring him up with you and miles and saw that uh miles had two tackles you had three credited for three i was like those numbers sound low and then i looked at it and figured out why old dominion only ran 44 plays yeah and y'all got off the field so fast you just weren't out there a whole lot so did you feel like while you were in that game like man i've been on the sideline a lot tonight the time Um, of possession was 41 to 19 yeah i mean for sure when the offense was out there I was sitting on the, the sideline for a, a while. I'm like, dang, I had to keep getting up, getting on the bike. That way I can stay uh, warm and ready to go. But, you know, it was a dominant performance. So uh, it was a great feeling. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Yeah. One for know. nine on third down was ODU. You like that number, I'm yeah, sure. Love that number. And uh, turnovers, 2 nothing. Uh, East Carolina, no turnovers. You guys turned them over twice. So there's always something to fix. Yeah. So we're talking about all the good stuff. What did uh, Coach Harrell and you guys talk about as far as fixable issues from that game? Uh, I mean, what changed this year is that the players actually know what we could have did better as soon as it happened. Uh, so the coaches just reinforce what, like, some of the things we already know. And then, obviously, they point out, like, fundamentals, things we could clean up and be better on. But... You know, for the most part, I think uh, defensively, well, together as a team, I think we had a good performance um, defensively in specifics. I feel like there's a couple of drives we could have cleaned up. We gave them uh, some freebies here and there. So if we want to be the defense, you know, we 
we can clearly show we can be. We just got to clean up the little things and, you know, stay on them for four quarters. One time you do have to get up and be ready to get back on the field is when Keith Mitchell runs for 81 yards on a one play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, there was two one-play scoring drives for East Carolina, so that's almost like a sudden change. Boom, yeah. you're right back on the field. But, man, what's it like uh, watching that offense go to work? A lot of rushing yards for the team on Saturday. I mean, it's, it's great because, you know uh, – especially in the game atmosphere you know we all strive for each other but in practice it's different you know we try to shut Keaton down (laughs) you know we try to really make them all great that way when it comes to game time it comes easy so that's really our mentality it's great to see all those guys you know finally go out there and have success Keaton, Rajay, Holton the offensive line is doing a great job the receivers is doing a great job defensively you know defense do what we do but it's just a great feeling to finally see all our hard work uh, paying off right now Old Dominion had 15 net rushing yards on Saturday and that every coordinator I hear and it probably goes to you guys too first thing you want to do is stop the run so mm-hmm. mission accomplished there uh, how much of the focus was on that leading up to the game and you know how proud are you that you were able to accomplish that I mean the focus is obviously to stop the offense and that's stop their receivers they had a great receiver they yeah. had a great tight end their offensive line was good their quarterback was a good uh, quarterback you know he got the ball off he made plays when we thought we had him um obviously had a great running back too but we just took the whole team as a challenge uh especially defensively we look at their running back you know he's a thousand yard running back I look at it we look at it as opportunity you know can we shut this guy down uh, the wide receiver you know this the stats is the stats you know uh all credit to him but we get we let some plays uh we let them play. We gave them some plays, but it's just a great, it's just great to have those challenges. Uh, to finally have the players and the depth to go at it for four quarters, and it's just it's game changing. And now we're finally seeing the results of that. Yeah, Ali Jennings the other night, eight for two hundred three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He was a uh, a monster yeah. on ODU side. And uh, Pirate fans got to know Jalen Johnson on Saturday night. Nine catches, ninety three yards for him. Another big day for Isaiah Winstead, Xavier. These guys, and you've got guys on your side too with with Bates and others yeah. that have come in and made an impact right away. Mm-hmm, for sure. Uh, I'm I mean, Isaiah and Jalen, you know, they're really some game changers, and Pirate Nation has finally seen that. And, you know, we have a lot of guys. It's hard to just focus on one person on that side of the ball. You know, we got Ryan Jones, CJ, Keaton, Rajay, Isaiah, Jalen. Josiah's Josiah, coming that's back. What I'm saying. Yeah. Josiah, Andre, Pagis. Like, there's just too many guys, like, you know, when we line up at defense and practice, we're like, dang, we can't even be like, let's focus on him because we got to focus on everybody. Everyone's explosive. Everyone's dangerous and can make uh, explosive plays. Got to be tough uh, for opposing defensive coordinators to figure out who to try to stop uh, yeah, when they take on that. ECU. Uh, I don't know how, if you're up to date on this, Xavier. The Sun Belt, so of course, ODU's a member of the Sun Belt now. Mm-hmm. Sun Belt had three huge upsets on Saturday. App State over A&M. Uh, Marshall knocks off Notre Dame in South Bend, and then uh, Georgia Southern goes to Nebraska and beats them. Yeah. Uh, you're you're not on that side of things. Everybody's talking about that today. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mentioning you know Old Dominion because East Carolina took care of business. But games like that happen every Saturday. So credit to you guys for not allowing that to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we take those personal. So you know, we trying to just go one and zero every week. And Campbell is up next. Have you uh, dove into the Camels at all? Yeah, uh, I know they got uh, an older group. Uh, their quarterback's a shifty guy. They have a big wide out, a good blocking tight end who can do a lot of things, and they just have explosive players, an uh, old, well-seasoned group. So, you know, we got to 
can't take them lightly. Obviously, focus on them and you know attack the week the same we've attacked it the last two weeks and i know you got film to watch but uh if you have some extra time uh you're young i'm old uh i remember their head coach mike minner mm-hmm. being a pounder for the panthers third all-time leading tackler for the panthers uh he was a heck of a player back really? in the day so oh, check yeah. out that that film when you get a chance oh, yeah, i'm definitely too young <laughs> mike mentor do you watch any nfl uh you had practice yesterday did you catch any of the action yesterday i catch the back half of a couple games but that was really about it. Yeah. Yeah. Your season, if you're a football fan, it's not great to be a player because yeah, you don't get to watch real. a whole lot of it's it. definitely a so. different perspective. What season uh, Game of Thrones are you up to right now? i actually been slacking. I'm still on the end of season two. All right. I literally woke up this morning and was like, dang, I need to finish uh, Game of Thrones because it was like miles right there. I hear them talking about House, House of Dragon. Yeah. And I don't want to listen to them. I'm just trying to focus on what I wear on my own Game of Thrones so they don't spoil nothing for me. But. Yeah. Well, Miles, I had to watch. uh, I watched the Cowboys lose last night. I did not watch the new episode, so no spoilers. Mm. I don't know if you caught it last night, but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it when you get in here. Uh, (laughs) Xavier Smith joining us. X, uh, what what was the difference? Talk to the other guys about this. I'll get your take on it. I don't know any pep in the step at, at practice yesterday, or do you go into each Sunday practice no matter the result the day before uh, with the same mindset? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we love winning, but the older guys, we have a lot of experienced guys, great leaders on our team, and you know, winning's great, but you know, it's we're it's not saying we're accustomed to winning, but you know, you have to live in that moment for a little bit and then it's back to reality, it's back to the next week. You can't soak in the dub and be caught up on that because that's what alters your mindset and you just become complacent and comfortable and we don't never want to be comfortable. We always want to be focused on uh, the next week, who we got next in front of us and not taking them lightly and just attacking the week of practice or preparation. Yeah, that's the way to go about it. If you have a question for Xavier Smith, Miles Berry or other guys, you can chime in Facebook Live or YouTube. Uh, Harold Varner III joining the party uh, in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, you ever picked up a golf club? I actually never have, but... <laughs> That is something I want to do once I do get some more free time. Are you a patient man, Xavier? Like, I don't have the patience. I just can't do it. I, I mean, I am patient. I'm just competitive. So if yeah. it's just me out there, I can get it done. But if someone's competing, I'm going to try to figure it out <laughs> fast because, you know, I hate losing. All right. Head out to the driving range. Get some putts in. Who was it? Uh, Rajay, I think, said he did a little. No, it was uh, Jeremy mm-hmm. earlier said he was he could do some putt-putt. But that's about Cap. it. Damn cat. <laughs> I think it's more fun to go ride the golf uh the golf cart. Yeah, the golf cart. <laughs> yeah, you go do that too. Yeah. Xavier, uh thanks for hanging out, man. Have a good week at practice. Uh how's the body? Doing all right after two games? Yeah, I mean As good as you can be. Yeah, fifth year. You really gotta prioritize uh taking care of your body and that's what I'm going through right now. Uh being an older guy, I'm trying to put a lot of focus on my recovery. That way I can uh, stay fresh and help the team win and contribute each week. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Xavier, thanks for joining us, man. We'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Miles Berry joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. East Carolina picking up their first victory of the year against Old Dominion. Miles, welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me, man. And uh, you always are upbeat, have a positive mindset, win or lose, but you got to be feeling pretty good on this Monday, right? Oh, most definitely, yeah. Got that bad taste in our mouths after uh, they had lost to NC State, so it's just good getting a a big win, getting a big uh, night win in front of Pirate Nation, man, and going one and one. Uh, Miles, how often do you look at stats and numbers after a game? Do you, anything mm-hmm. you look at at all? Um, I might look at the yards that we gave up defensively, but personal stats, I don't really look at that too often. You know, just trying to 
really just be better. Honestly, uh, I might I might look at it real quickly, but nah, I don't. I don't get involved too much well here's why i bring this up i was looking at your numbers and mm-hmm. you were credited with two tackles and, yeah and x had three i'm like man those those are low numbers are those right and then i realized why so how about these numbers uh old dominion ran 44 plays on offense yeah they were not on the field we a lot at all Mm-mm. and that's one of those reasons that the uh the tackle numbers are low yeah third downs uh miles one out of nine was old dominion a lot of three and outs in there as well. You got and and uh, I guess Old Dominion's credit, they had some pretty quick scoring drives. When they, they scored, did. it was fast. Yeah. Other than that, you guys were getting off the field. Yeah. So, they, the, how about time of possession, forty-one to nineteen? Hey, that's that's a beautiful <laughs> thing, honestly. Uh, very very good for our offense. You know, they were able to put some long drives together and uh, put a lot of points on the board. Uh, but yeah, defensively, we had some good three and outs, man. Uh, we really gave up some plays too on those on those long those very short drives we gave up some some big plays that we wish we could get back but yeah we we were able to stop the run uh and then they forced them to really pass the ball that's why interior we didn't really get a lot of tackles it was kind of a slow uh low game for us but other than that i mean that's why i said i don't really get involved in the stats too too much because some games you know you're going to have a lot of tackles it's going to be a a high tackle a high running game and then some games are going to be more of a passing game and that's what last week was well navy's coming up in a couple weeks that'll be your tackle that'll be a 10 (laughs) a 10 tackle 15 tackle game right there yes sir uh campbell up before then we'll get to them in a moment but how about uh old dominion they come in riding high after a win over Virginia Tech. I was told that one of their players actually talked to Mike Houston before the game and yeah. said, you're going to know me after this game. I, I, that's what I was told by a couple of people. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Are they feeling uh, good about themselves at kickoff? Oh, Saturday? most definitely. I mean, we, we knew that coming in. I mean, they, they got a big home win against Virginia Tech, you know, to start the season off. And then we knew they were going to be uh, high on emotions. Uh, we were also going to be high on emotions. You know, a lot of, a lot of our players, you know, um, knew a lot of the guys on Old Dominion teams, a lot of the Virginia guys. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of tensions back and forth, a lot of jawing. But we knew we had to play our style of game, and you know we had to once the once the whistle blows, you know all that talking doesn't matter. So uh, yeah, we we knew that, and we I did hear that they were talking some junk to either Coach Houston or one of the coaches. But like I said, that didn't matter because once the whistle starts, you know you got it. You got to play. You got to play regardless. If yeah. there's lightning, they'll take you off the field. But rain, wind, whatever, doesn't snow, uh, I mean, no effect to you guys matter. at all? It doesn't matter, honestly. Uh, you know, the rain, you know that it, it kind of switches up, especially offensively. If it's pouring, raining, you know you can't, might not be able to pass the ball like that because of because of the rain and the, the ball being very slick. But defensively, it doesn't matter. I mean, we tackling we tackling you whether it's raining, snowing. I mean, it doesn't matter. So, but it actually the weather held up pretty yeah. nicely uh, during the game. So that was that was a blessing for sure. Adam uh, on Facebook Live wants to know how you felt about the crowd Saturday night. It wasn't that fifty one thousand from week one, right. but I, we were out there. It, it was. A, it was an energetic crowd. Most definitely, sure. yeah. Third down was still very pumped up. You know, uh, Pirate Nation definitely got into it. Uh, but what I would definitely tell Pirate Nation, you know, just keep keep coming out, keep supporting us. You know, no matter the no matter the opponent, no matter if it's an in-state rivalry or you know they all the way in another country. You know, definitely come out, still support us, uh, and, and we love it. We we definitely we fuel off that energy. And I'll give credit uh, to the the Pirate crowd, to Justin Bear with ECU Marketing. I, I really like uh, what they're doing in game. I like the the money down on third yeah, down, yeah. and 
uh the the noise and everything so yeah. uh it's pretty good pretty good presentation i think they put on display and, and of course it's all about what you guys do on the field but that outside stuff helps the environment most definitely yeah I, during the whole summer i saw how they were in making the improvements to dowdy and i just i couldn't wait to see how all of the improvements were going to look the special effects the lights you know the jumbotron the little added monitors on the yeah. perimeter of the field so it's it's great it's definitely a light show um i, I love the environment now i love how the crowd's really getting into money down and and how we using some music to add special effects you know to create just a more pumped up atmosphere so i love it man mentioned the uh the great numbers on the ub stat sheet earlier you know old dominion 15 total rushing yards net rushing yards the time of possession third down uh first downs they only had 12 first downs all game i mean uh, but there's always something to clean up right Mm -hmm. so and xavier said the players the upperclassmen i'm sure you're included in this have taken it upon themselves to try to fix those corrections so what if anything was discussed on sunday after the game as far as we got to do this better well yeah even like uh those some of those touchdown drives you know were very short so just giving up not giving up those big um explosive plays yeah. we gave up too many explosive plays defensively and if we really want to be at that standard that we hold ourselves as being one of the one of the best defenses you know we can't give up those cheap explosive plays so just cleaning that up you know and, and looking at the different mistakes that all of us made and um yeah just going into this week uh going to clean up those mistakes and get ready for Campbell uh, it was a full day of, of football for you Saturday, Miles. But did you see what went on around the country, especially in the Sun Belt Most with definitely. all those upsets? Yeah, App State getting a huge win. You know, yeah. they definitely put on for the Carolinas against Texas A and M. You know, I, I saw Marshall getting a big, big win against Notre Dame. Um, and then some other wins I'm probably missing. Uh, Georgia some. Southern went to Nebraska, right off big, them. Yeah, big wins, man. And I just, I think that just goes to show that. The level of competition um, is is really rising. You know, it doesn't matter what conference you're in. You got to come to play. Uh, yeah, because because teams are teams are coming and and like I said, everybody's competing around the nation. Anybody can be beat. Old Dominion is uh, in that conference with those teams, so right. uh, you guys were able to hold serve at home, and and that's important too, right? You you got all these home games this month, yeah. But uh, sooner or later you're going to be going on the road, so all you right. need to take care of business at home, right? Yeah, got to take care of business at home. You know, we're defending our home turf. Uh, but definitely, right, once we once we get through these next couple of home games, definitely can't wait to go out on the road and and try to get some big wins away. You know, those those definitely make you feel good too. So Miles Berry joining us, uh, Miles. Before the game on our pregame show, we were talking to Billy Weaver, who uh, hosts the postgame show with me and. All of a sudden, there was a lot of loud noise in the background. I said, what's going on? He said, well, some guy, it was raining, and they were mm-hmm. in a tent. He said, some guy just came in the tent, and he's got a WWE championship belt, and everybody's wooing like Ric Flair. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then, right when the clock hit zeros, we're watching here, getting ready for post game, and I see the guy go down to the field, like, almost and hanging over, and he hands the belt to, I think, uh, Keaton had it. We saw Keaton holding yeah. it. Do you know what I'm talking Did you I, see I've the belt? Because I saw, I saw Stubby, uh, Ryan Stubberfield, okay. with the belt, and I saw him taking pictures with it post-game. I don't know what that is. Yeah, we're trying to if, figure out where I don't know started. if it's a, if it might be an off, off, offensive thing that they might do. You know, maybe in the team meeting tomorrow, we might try to establish a new culture. I don't know, man. I'm definitely a huge WWE fan. I used to be at least. Uh, so hey, if we if we can incorporate some some WWE culture into our <laughs> culture, man, that that might be something special. Do we? I don't know if we talked to you about that. Who's your uh, Who are your favorite wrestlers Ooh. all time? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna give you a top five. No order. No order. Right. I'm gonna go. Mm. 
I'm going to go Randy Orton. All right. Got to go Randy Orton. The RKO. Dave Batista. All right. Hmm. I, I love John Cena too. I'm, I'm gonna go John Cena. So let me. I'm are you watching go, in the mid 2000s? Yes, yeah, so I where was. We are? I was peak 2008 to like 2013. Like that okay, was my. Gotcha. Like Shawn Michaels. I remember watching Shawn Michaels live losing the Undertaker. That was a heartbreaker. I think I <laughs> might have shed a couple tears. Um, and I remember. I remember that. Um, who else? Who else? I'll go. I remember when Sheamus was a big villain, but I kind of like Sheamus yeah, too. His he's a bad dude. And then I'll put Rey Mysterio in there. All right. Just because, yeah. I swear, okay. every player we talked to, we did this with the baseball team too. Everybody loves Rey Mysterio. Oh, I loved Rey Mysterio, <laughs> man. All right. So there's the five. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got to get. Uh, we had. Uh, now you. Now there's the AEW. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I'm familiar with yeah. it. I haven't watched it, though. I haven't really we watched it. We had a AEW wrestler in studio before the state game, Brock Anderson, who okay. is the son of the legendary Arn Anderson from okay. the Four Horsemen. Uh, yeah, he's an ECU graduate. He right, actually joined us. Yeah, so, uh, that's what's up. So anyway, we got to figure out what the championship belt's all about. Yeah. Uh, do y'all do any? And I think, and I'm kind of glad, some places are still doing it, but Miami had the turnover chain, and then everybody started copying it with stuff. Yeah. Do y'all do anything? like that we, any- we really don't we don't we don't have anything as of now uh we were it was some speculation we were thinking about maybe doing something with a pirate sword yeah. or something maybe raising a pirate sword up but i don't know man we just right now our main focus is just is just winning games and being the best defense and i think all of that will take care of itself later uh john says he lives in virginia beach his okay. daughter is a cheerleader okay and uh he says now he, uh, they're pirates forever, and said it was awesome seeing you guys uh, in the rain. Defense got the crowd pumped, and he yeah. said thank you. So uh, hey, I tell you, the defense, up, offense is fun, but the defense makes the environment. That's when you get loud. Yeah. When the offense is on the field, you got to be quiet. When when you guys are making plays, yeah, that's we, when everybody. Yeah, gets we we want the crowd as loud as possible, man. And um, I've always since I was a since I was a young kid, always I uh, heard that defense wins ball games, man. Defense wins championships. So. Just uh yeah, we definitely support our offense to the most, but you know, we, we know that defense we gotta we gotta get off the field, man. We gotta that's what that's what wins games, you know, no matter how explosive the offense is being. If we can't stop anybody, it really doesn't matter too much. So yeah. Uh, John says somebody from the Boneyard gave C.J. Johnson the belt right after the game. Oh, this okay. was the classic WCW, like the big gold belt. Um, it yeah, was a so nice y'all need belt. to get a WWE belt. The uh, so you can have a, the defense can have a belt. Yeah, too. hey, we might. Hey, uh, <laughs> if anybody can make a, a very nice purple and gold, yeah. mostly gold belt, then maybe have like a, a turnover belt, turnover WWE belt. That hey, might yeah. be something we can start. And Miles, you can do the poses, the Randy. I love it. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do it nice. I'll do the John Cena with it. I'll, I'll do it all. <laughs> all right, good deal. Miles Berry joining us. Miles, uh, have you dove into the Campbell at all yet, or is that coming later? Yeah, most definitely. Um, started started very. Probably say today, uh, earlier today. I'm really diving into them tonight and tomorrow. Um, but as of right now, I know they have a very, very good dual threat quarterback. Uh, very nice quarterback. They have some very explosive weapons on offense. Uh, so really can't talk too much on them right now. But I know that it's, we're definitely going to have our hands full, you know, so we're going to have to play a lot of sound defense. Stop the run primarily like always. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be a great game Saturday. I'll tell you what, I still have nightmares about Jack Chambers from Georgia. Uh, right. Oh, Southern, right. Was it uh, Charleston Southern, Charleston Southern yeah. last year? Yeah. He was a tough dude. He and, was. Uh, and, look, not comparing Campbell to – to that team, but they're both FCS. Some people don't take them serious. You got to take yeah. everybody serious. No, got to. Yeah, yeah. and that's the 
that's that's the main thing. Like you're seeing with a, with a lot right. of these upsets in college football, you know, you, you can't take anybody lightly. So just how we had the same uh, emphasis and, and passion going in the NC State game, we're going to take that same energy and in going into uh, Campbell this weekend. So we're not going to take anybody lightly. You know, we have a big game. Uh, the, the most important game is the one in front of us. So are we ready for a big game Saturday? Well, Miles, uh, I missed out on House of Dragons last night. Yeah. And uh, and people are so sensitive about spoilers anyway, so we probably wouldn't have recapped it anyway. I won't spoil nothing. I won't. But uh, you was, did say it was good, though, right? It was a, it was a very interesting episode, as okay. I, I'll say the least. Uh, not as much action like the last one with uh, Damon slaying the um, the um, crab guy. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's I like the politicking and the, the plots almost I do. as much. Like those big wars they set up in the original Game of Thrones, those are great. Mm-hmm. But the behind the scenes, the so much little finger and, and all and that stuff, deception in Game <laughs> of Thrones, man. You can't. You gotta definitely have your head head on a swivel. You cannot trust anybody, man. There you so, go. yeah, it's, it's. I can't wait till you watch it though. You're all gonna right. know exactly what I'm talking about after you watch it. Good stuff, Miles. I uh, appreciate you joining us as always, Thank man. You. Have a great week at, at practice, uh, schooling, and uh, we'll talk to you next all week. All of that. Thank you. Thanks yes, for having sir. me. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line. Talk to East Carolina Russian Jeremy Lewis. He joins us today here on the Delcor Players Lounge on Pirate Radio Live. Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm good. Can't complain about yourself. Doing great, and uh, congrats on win number one of the 2022 season. Uh, how did it feel to walk off the field Saturday night uh, a winner? Felt amazing, man. Trying to start. Trying to just get started, you know, start this win, start these wins, get these wins going, keep keep stacking them, keep stacking them. But it felt great, man. It's an amazing feeling. We heard a pregame show. We were uh, we were talking to Billy Weaver. He was out uh, tailgating when the rain came down, and there was a lot of hooting and hollering going on. And he said somebody had just brought in a WWE championship belt. And then immediately after the game, we're watching here in the studio on uh, on ESPN Plus. And we see uh, the fan with the belt, and he passes it, I think, to Keaton Mitchell, and the team's celebrating with it. Uh, what, what's the story with the belt? Did you get your hands on that thing? No, I didn't even I didn't get my hands on the belt. I didn't even see a belt. I seen some guy take a picture with it, but I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> but I didn't know nothing about the belt. But it, it, it was cool, though. I seen what it looked like. Yeah, always fun to celebrate a W. And, uh, Jeremy, uh, you, you had talked in the past about – you being up in the uh, nosebleeds watching uh, Keontae Anderson play, and sure enough, I'm at the game Saturday. I see walking down the steps, uh, Keontae. Now he's watching you play. Uh, a pretty cool full circle moment there, right? Oh, yeah, it's real good. You know, I get to grow up, watch my brother play, and I know it's an unreal feeling for him. Now he gets to switch roles and watch me play, you know, fill his shoes and try to get them, get them stats like he used to get back in the day. So it's an amazing feeling for both of us, man. I get to. I get to know that I'm out there balling and my big brother's watching me play, so that's a, that's a good feeling. That's really cool. Talking to Jeremy Lewis here on the Pit Electric Live line. Jeremy, the defense was swarming on uh, Saturday. How, how do you feel you guys played uh, against Old Dominion on Saturday? I mean, we we played pretty good, but we didn't play to like our best potential. You know, we gave up a lot of big plays. And we let one guy have over 200 yards, three touchdowns. We can't have that going forward, you know. And we, we, we try to be the best defense in the nation, so we got to eliminate those mistakes. And, you know, if we eliminate those little mistakes, and the score could have been completely different, we feel like. So we just got to, you know, make sure we be, can't be perfect, but as close to perfect as possible. And we eliminate some of those busted coverages and, you know, missed tackle and stuff like that, then we would have been played way better. But we just going to keep trying to get better day by day. 
definitely stuff to clean up but uh, also things to to be very excited about and and jeremy how about the third down numbers i bring it up with you guys every week it was a huge stat last year uh you had good numbers against nc state despite giving up some third and longs i know you talked about that last week but how about one for eight old dominion on third down on saturday Oh, yeah, one for eight. You know, that's what we're shooting for. Hopefully, we can shut them out next time. But one for eight, that's pretty good numbers last year. You know, I think it was like top 15 on third down. And we're only trying to get better and better, you know, this year. So, keep keep that trend going, you know. If we can give up those 30 longs, it would be real good. But we keep that trend going, and we should be a real good defense. Other numbers uh, that really jump out at you, and the offense is responsible for part of this, but but the defense is responsible. It's 50-50. It's team football. Uh, 41 to 19 time of possession advantage for East Carolina. And then how about the uh, the turnovers, winning the turnover battle? I know that's something you guys uh, probably talk about every week. Oh, yeah, we preach that every week. You know, uh, that time of possession was crazy. You know, try to get – we got a lot of three and outs. And yeah. Getting, getting the defense off the field, getting the offense on the field, the offense is making plays, getting the third down, getting the fourth down and converting them. And that's big time, you know, keep them on the field, keep us, keep us like, healthy, keep us ready to go, keep us fresh. And they did that. And we was able to, you know, make some plays. But the turnover battle, that's something we preach every day, you know, trying to get the ball out, get the ball out, do specific drills and practice, you know. And we came up big in that turnover battle and we won – it was two to zero, matter of fact. So yeah, it was big. Jeremy uh, Lewis joining us, uh, second leading tackler on Saturday with four, and then you get credited for a uh, a half a sack. Do you ever argue, Jeremy, with the stats people? Like, hey, that's that's my full sack there. <laughs> nah, I try not. I try to stay away from that kind of stuff, man. Trying to trying to just you know be be better than I was. I mean, I. I I probably was the second leader in tackles, but, man, I feel like I could have played so much better, could have been so much quicker. And I'm trying to turn those half sacks into full sacks, you know, some solo sacks. And, you know, but, no, nah, I don't really I don't really pay too much attention to that stat chart. The numbers will take care of themselves uh, at the end of the year. Jeremy Lewis joining us. And, uh, Jeremy, we got a great answer from Isaiah Winstead when we talked to him on Friday. And I asked, you know, how, how tough is it to bounce back and go to that practice on Sunday after a tough loss. And he said, you know, if we'd have won the game against NC State, we'd have had to go to practice just like we did when we lost. So it, it doesn't matter, win or lose, you got to bounce back. you got to be ready to go. So uh, what, is it, it, does it feel any different, though, coming off a win at that Sunday practice than, uh, than coming off a loss like you had week one? Oh, yeah, most definitely. The air is much more smoother in the building when you come <laughs> off that win. You know, it's a lot of less tension in the building, you know, but – Everything we st- we still going 100 percent. Can't nothing change. You still got to practice all, all, after that loss just as well as you practice after that win. You're still conditioning, just conditioning stays the same. Intensity stays the same. You know everybody got to stay mentally locked in, and we can't can't change up just because you win or lose. You can't like slow down. You know just because you won. I know if any team we play this year, we can lose too. That's how we feel like. It. So we got to show up and give it all every day. And you got a team coming in now, Campbell. It'll be the first time the uh, Fighting Camels and Pirates uh, get together here in Greenville on the football field. And and they're, they're like East Carolina's been all these years. They're going to have the chip on their shoulder. They're coming in here trying to pull an upset. So that's kind of a different mindset, uh, right, Jeremy? Uh, usually you like being the, the hunter and going out. Now you're the hunted with the with the target on your back. So uh, you gotta got to be playing with that this weekend. Yeah, we kind of felt like that this way versus Old Dominion. You know, they thought it was going they thought it was gonna come in. You know, and and you know, knock us off. And they, but 
We playing a real good Campbell team this week. They got a real solid quarterback. They got two twin towers, the offensive tackle. So, you know, they got a transfer and from week four. So, you know, I've been locking in on that. And quarterback's real good. We're athletic, you know. So we got to just stay mentally prepared, you know, stick to the game plan, do what Coach tells us to do, and we're going to be successful. Jeremy Lewis joining us. Jeremy, you had a, a front row seat to uh, some offensive explosion there on Saturday. We, we saw another Keaton Mitchell highlight run, uh, 81 yards. Rajay got going with a, a couple of scores. So, uh, man, that had to be fun to watch on Saturday. Yeah, it was great to watch. Rajay probably had the best three-yard run I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Two people missed. It was only three yards, and I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And Keaton is running fastest like I've ever seen 80 yards to the t- like he gets to the 10 yards and we just automatically think he's scoring yeah you get up and probably snap your helmet right like time to go back on defense right. let's go it's time to rock and then Jalen Johnson actually got going you know we've seen 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 the side of him that we've been seeing all summer all spring and finally showing up on the game field so it was nice to see those guys getting back to work you know holding battling through some injuries and he's still working still showing up every day so it was it was good seeing those guys get right. Harold Varner the third joined in on the celebration after the game. Uh, Jeremy, you ever uh, pick up golf clubs? You ever go golfing? No, I ain't, I've never been golfing before. A little putt putt, but I've been <laughs> golfing. <laughs> maybe maybe Harold can show you some tips next time he's around. Oh yeah, I make sure I shake his hand whenever I see him. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Lewis joining us. Got Campbell coming in this week. Six o'clock kickoff. Once again, our pregame coverage begins two o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Jeremy, appreciate you joining us today, man. Uh, have a great week of practice and uh, good luck this Saturday. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Isaiah Winstead joins us here in the Pirate Radio studio. Six catches against NC State. Followed that up with five for eighty-nine. Next thing on the list is to, to get in the end zone, Isaiah, but you've done everything but that at this point. Uh, another good game, uh, big numbers on Saturday. How you how you feel after that performance? I feel good. Whatever, you know, to help the team win, that's what I'm going to do. You got a lot of credit for uh, the big run by Keaton Mitchell out there blocking. And you've said it in here before, like you take pride in that, right? So when you're out there leading the way for Keaton, uh, big play, sprung him. Uh, that's got to make you feel good too to see that on tape. I know a lot of pirate fans saw that on Saturday. Yeah, because I had definitely I had missed a couple uh, um, in the previous in the beginning of the first half. I had missed a couple blocks, and you know I told him like I got you. Like just keep running hard. You know I got you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you right. So. He just trusted me, and I got him right. And we've enjoyed seeing these first couple weeks, Isaiah, but you seem like a complete wide receiver. We talked about the blocking. You go downfield. You've caught some shorter routes. They tried to hit you on a screen uh, the other night. I saw so, like, you want all that on film for people to see and for you to to help the team win. You can really do it all out there, right? I feel like I can. I feel like I can. You have a preference? Do you like to just go? And get it? Do you like the screen? Like, what's your what's your favorite play call that you're involved in? Uh, I do like the ball downfield, but I also like to show that you know I'm not just a possession receiver. Like, I can do stuff in the open field too. So you know, I would say it goes hand in hand because you know you would expect somebody big to be able to make those type of plays, right? Like the infield plays, like open field, you wouldn't expect that. Talking to Isaiah Winstead, uh, some crazy numbers uh, from the game. And, again, this is uh, complimentary football offense and defense. You guys ran 86 offensive plays the other night. Old Dominion ran 44. So you about you uh, doubled them up there pretty much. ECU had 30 first downs. Old Dominion had 12. Time of possession, 
41 to 19. Like, are you aware of that? Like, while you're in the game, do you know that was going on? During the game, no, we were just playing. But afterwards, our coach had told us, like, you know, we had like a dominant performance, like, because with time of possession. So, like, once he told us that, then I was aware of that. But during the game, we just playing. Great numbers there. Third down, you guys are 10 of 19. Is that a good number? I mean, you're uh, over 50%. Do y'all set a goal? Like, Holton said, yeah, we want to get all of them. But is there a, per- a certain percentage you want to get on third down? I mean, I would guess all of them. Like, <laughs> 100%? But 80%. But, yeah. I mean, but that is a good statistic. Yeah. Though, so. And then your defense – one of nine for Old Dominion. That's back-to-back weeks. They've been great on third down. They were putting you guys back on the field pretty quick. That Even Old Dominion scoring drives, there weren't many, but they were quick ones. But a lot of three and outs, a lot of your defense getting off the field, uh, letting you guys go to work out there. Yeah, they definitely been showing up. We just got to you know keep working, put points on the ball for them. What was uh, Sunday's practice like, Isaiah? Anything from Saturday? You, your team talked about cleaning up on the offensive side? Uh, basically, like, the plays that we missed, like, you know, mental errors, blocking, whatever the case may be, seeing the signals or anything, we gotta, we just got to clean it up in that, from that standpoint. And, you know, like, the uh, too deep, just keep going and keep working, like, you know, because you never know when your name going to get called. Kind of crazy that Josiah Hatfield gets added back into the mix this week. So you've already got all those guys on the outside. Uh, inside, tight ends, running backs, just another weapon to add to the arsenal. And, and man, it's got to be a nightmare for these uh, these defensive coordinators trying to prepare for you because CJ only had one catch this week. He had six week one. You know he's going to bounce back with a big game. So Jalen with nine, how about Jalen having his coming out party? You just never know who's going to click. Yeah, I told y'all. I told y'all Jalen was nice. You did. I told y'all. <laughs> you called that one. Nine for 90-plus uh, for Jalen Johnson the other night as uh, Holden Aylers was finding him. And part of that might be extra attention to you or extra attention to Ryan or CJ, right? Like Whoever has that one-on-one matchup is going to win it. And it was Jalen the other night. Yeah, definitely. Isaiah Winstead joining us in the uh, Pirate Radio studios. Did you see the? Uh, did you get your hands on the championship belt after the game? What was that all about? No, nobody seems to know what it was. <laughs> I got. I need to find pictures of it. It was. Uh, I know Keaton Mitchell had it, and somebody said Ryan Stubblefield had his hands on it. Somebody had like tossed the championship belt down to the team. I didn't so. even see that. I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. What y'all even talking about right now? <laughs> I gotta find a picture of it. These guys aren't even aware of it. Uh, do we have pictures of it, Chandler, on our site? Well, I did see this. How about Harold Varner the uh, Third partying in the locker room? <laughs> what was that celebration like? Yeah, he was. He was turned. <laughs> <laughs> you ever uh, played golf before? Nah. Let's nah. hear this real quick. Harold Varner the third uh, hanging out in the locker room getting the team pumped up after a win and I say I heard uh, there was a, a little bit of talking going on um, I also heard that Mike Houston somebody was talking to Mike Houston before the game one of the players on that side uh, maybe a number 13 who uh, I don't know but uh, how about for you was any back and forth the other night going yeah, on yeah he definitely was talking he was talking all game they had people on the sidelines talking but you know when you're talking like that, you, you're you not prepared. You're just trying to get us out of our game because they know what we're going to do. So, 
we weren't really paying too much attention to that. Yeah, and we're kind of fascinated when you make a big play and you get up and you just kind of like nod, like, yeah, mm. that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that what it is? Like, yeah, I'm older, I'm a vet. Yeah, you know, I just really be soaking in the. Uh, the crowd and stuff like that, you know. So it wasn't fifty-one thousand the other night, but Chandler and I went for a couple of quarters. It was uh, the people that were there were into it. It was it was still a good atmosphere. What'd you think of the crowd the other night? It was good. They always, no matter how many people there, from what I've seen these past two games, that like they always still involved, regardless. Like you know, it was raining out there, they still out there. And, you know, they always involved singing a little song when they come on, all that <laughs> stuff. So, you know. So you're focused on the game, but you still kind of recognize it's happening yeah. around you. Yeah. And uh, it's got to fire you guys up too, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely adds more fuel to the fire. Uh, talking to Isaiah Winstead here, Delcor Players Lounge. You gave a great answer Friday, Isaiah, when I asked you how tough it is to bounce back. Uh, after a loss and you said we got to show up to practice if we win or lose regardless so it is one way or the other we're going to be there on sunday you might as well get out there with the right mindset so i don't know any did it feel any different yesterday after the win as opposed to the previous week going out to sunday practice or you know is it all the same for you um of course it felt a little different because you know you either win and lose but other than that as far as like preparation wise no because it's the next week. You on? We on the camel now. Yeah. So. Have you uh, taken a look at the camels? Anything? Uh, their defense yet? Uh, not that much. I literally just left a meeting. Like that was talking about that to um, get here and stuff like that. So, but my coach gonna send me all the extra notes that I missed and stuff like that. So they're they're one and one on the year, just like East Carolina. Did you see all the? Uh, the crazy scores from Saturday, especially in the Sun Belt, the conference that ODU's in, you had App State being A&M, yeah. uh, Marshall beat Notre Dame, Nebraska and lost. Nebraska lost to Georgia Southern. So it happens every week. You know this as a vet now, playing all the games and seeing all these games, but uh, it can happen to anybody, right? Definitely can. And, and, and kudos to you guys for not letting it happen on your home field. Isaiah, you said you're going to play regardless. You don't really care. You, you would... Uh, you said you would appreciate a noon game more so than a night game, but you got two more night games coming up. It was announced earlier today. Navy's at six o'clock. Yeah, so I don't think we got any more noon games. Yeah, six, well, six, four, and like eight. <laughs> yeah, Cincinnati, and I think BYU might be eight. Too. Those are two Friday night eight o'clock games. Yeah. So uh, Friday night lights for you guys later in the year. Uh, so people want to watch the Pirates. I guess why the that's why it's on later. You yeah, guys are it got its pros and its cons though because yeah. like. Even though you want to play so fast, but like you know, you get a good night's rest and you ain't got to get right up and play and stuff like that. You can have time to relax and get right and stuff like that too. So Isaiah Winstead joining us here in the Pi Radio Studios. Isaiah, uh, we'll let you uh, get back to work. Appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck uh, on Saturday. We'll check in with you again next week. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.